That was the Nash Villains and a tumbling down. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijanek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, the Nash Villains. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, thanks guys. And of course I want to thank you, thank all three of you so much for joining me today. They're very, very happy to have the entire band, which is definitely quite the quite the joy. Yeah, well, we travel everywhere together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess literally inseparable no matter what, right? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> awesome. Well, well, guys. Of course, we did just hear this great song of yours, "Tumbling Down." Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, how did this one come about? Tumbling down. Well, um, that was the uh, when we first got together and decided to try this. Uh, you know, the first thing we had to do is uh, let's see if we can write a song together. So, uh, "Tumbling Down" was actually our. The second song we wrote uh, together, if I'm not mistaken, is that right? That's correct. Okay, just because he can't see you guys doesn't mean you need to be laughing at that. No, laughing at Scott's <laughs> jokes, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so that's the second song we wrote, and uh, and so that just came about, uh, you know, we were going, you know, through some uh, turbulence in our personal life a little bit, but we needed to keep it broad and yeah. and, uh, and 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 maybe cuttable to... Uh, you know, put put behind a, a movie scene or a TV show or something like that. When we first started, we were we were heading in, the, in that direction, trying to get sync uh, cuts and everything. So, well, like uh, Troy said, there's a lot of it was definitely a reflection of a lot of personal stuff going on yeah. in our lives, as well as a you know, precursor to what was going to be happening in the world. Um, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, yeah, so we might be considered prophets. I mean, <laughs> to, to, to ourselves. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had no idea what was going, going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So I yeah. guess step aside, Simpsons. Here come the Nash villains when it comes to to uh, to uh, predictions, right? Man, you're right. I, I've been I've been looking up all those Simpsons predictions. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know you're right about that. It, it blows my mind for sure. And you know, seeing these great songs you guys already put out and such, will we soon be treated to a full length album or EP, or are you guys going to be following the single by single um, model? Well, we're doing single by single for about half the album, and the rest the the, uh, the rest of the album we're thinking will be available in the first quarter. Awesome. So that's kind of what we're looking at. Great. And and when it actually comes you know, to the full length, if you will, uh, how would you best sort of describe it? I mean, what will people be getting when it comes you know, to the album as a whole? Something different. Mm. Uh, you know, we're, it's something we're really proud of. It's a very, uh, uh, you know, personal approach to country music, as I would say it. And it's, it's, uh, it's outlaw country. It's dark country. And I mean, I just think it's friggin' cool. I don't know. Yeah, we have a lot of unique stuff on there. We're we're pushing boundaries in in, in genre areas, and uh, you know, we we have a lot of influence on uh, the record as a whole. So we're real excited to to showcase, you know, the 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 how far you can go with this uh, with country music, and and still uh, remain true to the to the form. 
Well, it's definitely great, great stuff for sure and very, very promising indeed. Now, I'm actually curious here about the name of the group, Nash Villains. And what does it mean to be a Nash Villain? You know, it's just, it's just kind of that that dark that dark country thing that we were talking about. I mean, it's it's taking a a non a contemporary approach to country music, but with a little bit of a left twist to it. So doing things your own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say that's right. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. And and actually, speaking of villains, guys, who would you say is your all-time favorite villain from any medium? You know, be it TV or comics or movies or what have you. Do you guys have a favorite villain? Josie Wales. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Josie Wales. Can't go wrong with that. I had Clint Eastwood in my head. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Clint Eastwood, even though he's not always a villain. Or he, well, yeah, he, he was a villain. He wasn't really even a villain in that, but he was just a badass. Yeah, he was a villain in. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the good, the bad, and the ugly is a bunch of different ones he was. But anyways, that that's a really good one. So, first wish for you. So would you guys then... I, I was, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, as far as musically, I would say you know, more of a Johnny Cash approach to country music as kind of, you know, that's a, that's a good model. Uh, not as, as traditional as he was, yeah. but definitely, but at the time he wasn't traditional. He was cutting edge when he was, you know, a younger chap. So, Oh, oh, very much so. And, you know, you obviously named Clint Eastwood, of course, who is obviously a, cine- a cinematographic legend. And so I'm assuming that Westerns are in your wheelhouse when it comes to movies. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. For sure. Gotta love Tombstone, Unforgiven. And, well, yeah. That's a good one. Villain. He's, yeah. he's definitely a villain in that one, Unforgiven. One of my favorites, it's not even a Western, but it has such a Western flavor, is uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, you yeah. See that? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Fabulous, fabulous movie indeed. No surprise it won Best Picture for sure, because definitely a fabulous, fabulous movie indeed. And, you know, musically, you guys have covered, you know, the likes of Adele, Shawn Mendes and more. And I'm actually wondering at this point, which music star or band would you like? Would you guys like to see cover a song of yours? Oh, oh, that's a good question. We've not had that question. Man, I'd love to see. uh, I don't know. I'm stable Stapleton would be cool. I was thinking something out of the box, like Justin Bieber cutting one of our songs. It'd <laughs> be kind of interesting, right? Yeah. He's got a great voice. Uh, uh, how about Adele? Adele <laughs> would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of a lot of good choices, actually. Yeah. Troy, Troy would like to see you two do one. You too? Oh, you too? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would be really neat. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was one of the cool things about Johnny Cash was he was always covering songs and stuff like that as well. I, I always loved that about him. He was always covering, you know, new and edgy stuff. So, mm, yeah. Very much so. And I know that obviously you guys, aside from obviously being the great accomplished musicians that you are and, and, and such, you've also worked in the music industry for quite some time now. And, you know, seeing the way that the music business has evolved and such, are you guys happy with the status quo of the music business as it stands, or do you kind of wish that things would go back to the way they used to be? Love hate relationship. Yeah, there's pluses and minuses. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, the the fact that you can get your music out to the masses immediately online now, you know, is is a definite plus. But there's nothing like having 
that physical copy of music in your hand. Which well, I miss those days. Well, and also as a songwriter, you used to be able to have one song on an album that sold 20 million copies that people would buy, and you'd make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the biggest say, shift. I'd say the biggest shift, uh, mechanically speaking or, or logistically speaking, is the fact that uh, nobody really buys full records anymore, and and that's that's really been the major uh, uh, sea change of of the industry uh, because. As Brett said, you could you had you could have a couple of cuts on on some records over the years, or at least in one calendar year, and you'd see a six figure income from that because the whole album has to be bought to hear any single on it. And uh, you know we sort of reverted back to the 1950s model where you're just releasing singles, yeah, and which is you know completely understandable. It's not something you can really get mad at because you know things change and and you got to roll with the punches but that's really put a it shifted the 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 path of where the money goes uh you know behind the scenes so yeah you know in in the heyday from the 70s to the 90s so to speak uh you you the money a lot of most of it went to the publisher the owner of the copyright and and now the bulk of the money goes to the owner of the recording, and and that really has created a a paradigm shift, and everyone's trying to, you know, maintain their uh, equilibrium. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> not to mention put food on the table. Yeah. yeah, but I think one of the good things too is it's gotten artists out to tour more because that's where they make their money. Mm. Oh, very so. much so. Yeah, it definitely has become very much about the the live shows and what have you. And you know, obviously, also in this era of social media, where literally everything comes under scrutiny when it comes to artists. You know, recently, of course, we had in in country music, especially the big, shall we say, yeah, Morgan Wallen controversy. Now, when it comes to something like that, where do, do, do folks like you stand on that? I mean, do you think that the way it was dealt with was the right way to go about it? Or do you think that maybe the industry was too strict on the way Morgan was, was treated? Well, I don't know if the industry is strict. I think that they are, I think that the, the, the culture as, at large is, is, is really strict. And I, I think as, the reaction to that is, is a reflection of what, you know, the culture is sort of forcing people to do. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately intent or, you know, has nothing to do with it. You know, it's just, <clears throat> yeah, that, that's my issue with it is that, you know, it, it's obvious when people are, are literally hateful and, and, and it just, it, that, that, that subtlety is, is lost. Yeah. I would say that we are a pretty apolitical band and, yeah. Mm. <laughs> don't really want to talk politics for the most part. <laughs> Either way. There's, no, there's really no winning that 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 argument. So. Yeah. True, true, of course. And and on to you know, no more non-political things, guys. As of course the summer is slowly but surely approaching. What are your plans for the summer at this point now that things seem to be opening up and what have you? Do you guys have any anything particular planned musically speaking for the summer? Hopefully some touring. You know, we're we're talking we're talking to some agents right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. But we're talking with some agents right now, and uh, hopefully we'll be out there soon. You know, right? Yeah, that's our number one goal is is to get out there and play. And there's a few states open now, so uh, you know, the, the, we're just having conversations and 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 trying to make it uh, financially viable to do that. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, definitely. And here's definitely hoping you guys can bring your amazing music to the, to the stage for sure, both in, in the US and over here in Europe, because I think it would be absolutely fantastic. And, and from music, I guess, to the kitchen, because obviously being Italian, you know, we love our food. So I, I definitely have to ask you guys a food themed question. If I were to take right. you guys out for dinner, what would you, what would be like the dish you would like? What, what, what would you say is your favorite food or the type of cuisine that you guys enjoy? Um, in England? Or yeah, or, or just in general. Oh. Hmm. I love Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. a big old bowl of pasta just like yeah. the next guy. Yeah. Man, I love me a steak. It's a nice, yeah, it's good steak and potatoes and. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd have to go with steak. Uh, well, I mean, I. Yeah. Hey, one on it. Spaghetti on the side. <laughs> 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 so, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sound, sounds like a plan to me. I a plate of, of bread and, and olive oil and and, oh, uh, uh, and just, you know, I, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way they try Fabulous. I love, I love that. I love it for sure. And, uh, you know, having you guys having also worked with, with various other acts and such, looking at the current scene right now, is there somebody out there that has particularly taken, has your attention and you think to yourself, this, this lady or this gentleman will go very, very far from what, you know, just from the way you've, you've maybe checked them out and stuff and you think to yourself, these, these people have talent and will make something of themselves musically. Are you talking new? new yeah, yeah, up, uh, yeah, up and comers. When it comes to the up and comers, yeah, there's a lot of people that are great. It's, it's interesting because a lot of them are not up and comers to our, to us because we've been you know around them for a while and then working with them or whatever. But I, I think um, I don't know. I think uh, Mickey Guyton's great. Oh yeah, uh, you know, it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a girl named Morgan Wade that I heard the other day. Yeah, really good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She had a song. She's got a song called Wilder Days. Yeah. It's one of my first time I heard. It. I was halfway through it. And I cranked it up. I'm like, yeah, I dig this. <laughs> yeah, I, I fabulous. And and moving actually back to you guys, of course. For those who want to find out more about you and your music, and woe betide them that if they haven't heard of you yet, but. If they haven't, where can we send these people to? Well, first part, first uh, place to go is our website, nashvillainsband.com. And then you'll have links to all our uh, social media pages. But we're on Facebook and we're on uh, YouTube and uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. Yeah. You, can, you can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Music. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. All those, all those things are uh, Instagram and, and Facebook are, are, are definitely uh, hot spots for this band as well. Yeah, I was just on Apple Music the other day. You can get our songs. You can see our yeah. video. Yeah, but yeah, I would say YouTube's a great place too. To get people to subscribe to us because we've got a lot of videos. We've got content coming out every week. As everybody says, smash that like button. <laughs> hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Spoken like a true YouTuber. Well done there for sure. And, um, and, 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 and in fact, so obviously, folks, if you don't want the Nash villains after you, definitely listen to what they say and check them out because they're definitely worth your time. And speaking actually of great things, guys, we're going to be going into another awesome song of yours, which will be Baby Go Boom. Now, when it comes to this song, any particular stories or anecdotes behind this one? 
Well, at this point, this was probably, uh, I don't know, about many months later after we started getting together and uh, uh, we needed, we were doing a lot of ethereal stuff and and, uh, maybe some slower uh, tempo stuff, but we we were kind of getting sick of it. So we we wanted to come up with something that was, you know, just sort of off the cuff and uh, energetic and and Brett brought in this uh, uh, progression he was he was uh, messing with, and uh, and you know from the outset it sounded like a you know a sexy uh, a song about a girl. So so we just we, we ran with it, you know, and uh, Baby Go Boom just sort of uh, popped out as we were we were writing it, and uh, you know it's just about a, a woman that. Uh, that you know, it, it, she's so hot that you know it's it, it, you can't stand it. And as soon as you get her turned on, uh, you know, crazy things are gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Enough said, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> All righty. Well, we're going to this awesome song. This will be the Nash Villains and Baby Go Boom, guys. I want to once again thank you so so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your careers and all the very best for 2021. Thank, Thank you, you thanks so much. It. And can I say one more thing? Sure. Yeah, I'd also to invite people to check out our newest single as well, uh, Who Don't, which is out as well. So check that out on Spotify and, and definitely follow us and you know, ask us questions online and we'll respond. Yeah. I get, well, for sure, definitely vote. So, so definitely be sure to, to check everything Nash Villains wise. It, it definitely is worth your time. Just like this song we're going to be going into right now, this will be Baby Go Boom. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian DJ Nick. We'll be right back after this. She looks too good to keep her distance One kiss is gonna blow your mind Hit your heart like dynamite She gets turned on and time's a ticking Cause baby go boom Yeah baby go boom Scattered pieces 